gotta really feel it in your core. I'm Jackie. So I guess this is a diamond keeper? I'm Justin. We did find out what happened. Or not. I'm Sam, and this is Rage and Honor 2 on Stinker Madness. Hello, and welcome to Stinker Madness, the podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me. You're always Sam and Jackie. Uh, this week on the podcast, we got a follow-up to last week's episode, uh, starring Cynthia Rothrock and Richard Norton and Patrick Muldoon. Whoa! <laughs> I'm sure everybody's now excited. Patrick M. is in the house. <laughs> Which one was that? You don't know who Patrick Muldoon is? No. The doofus. The guy whose hair says, whoa! Yeah. The son? Yes, Tommy. Oh. That's Patrick Muldoon, who you will very much remember as the rival boyfriend in Starship Troopers. Yes, yeah. I knew I recognized that guy. Yeah, Patrick Muldoon stinks. Uh, and he was in Melrose Place, too, I think. Uh, one of those shows. Maybe 90210? I'm not sure. No, it was Melrose. I, I mean, he was in a few episodes of Saved by the Bell oh, as well. Uh, did he? I'm sure he packed his hair. Because his hair is amazing. <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> I do not like Patrick Muldoon. <laughs> Why could you? When he has his hat on backwards and his hair is still going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, currently streaming on Nowhere. You're going to have to pay for this if you want to see it. And I will go ahead and say, worth every dime. I loved it. <laughs> Uh, Sam, I know that there's not a lot about this movie, but why don't you go ahead and dial us up what you got? There's only less about Rage and Honor 3. There's a Rage and Honor 3? I can't find it. I can't find anything other than it supposedly exists. Wow, okay. Um, I thought that Ron Vreekin guy, the blonde guy, was in Jackie Chan movies. He's not. Okay. Uh, he's in this movie and a couple others, and the guy that directed it, Guy Norris, I guess they're like stuntmen, karate instructor buddies, and they do movies together, and sometimes the uh, Guy Norris does stunts for the fellow that does the Mad Max movies. Uh, Guy Norris, I, I... Is not related to Chuck no, Norris. No, he is not. Um, however, uh, he became a deal. Uh, he is the AD on very numerous Academy Award winning movies, including the Lord of the Rings series and, of course, Mad Max Fury Road. He was also the stunt director for that. Uh, yeah, he's a stunt coordinator. He's done better than Vreekin. I think Vreekin's probably just teaching karate at this point. Yeah, so uh, not bad uh, starting point for one Guy Norris to become somebody. Yeah. Hey, are, and are I, you the he, his first. Guy? Well, his first movie was stunts and sort of acting because in Road Warrior, a lot of the actors are just stuntmen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's his first movie is Road Warrior. And he really has done quite well for himself for being a bear claw in that movie. Bear claw mohawk. Bear claw mohawk. Uh, also the name of my 80s cover band. Bear claw mohawk. Also, my trucking just, handle. Your trucking handle? <laughs> Do you just... Does your 80s cover band just play round and round by rat over and over, and over again over until over they again. until they kick you off the stage? Yep. That's why it's called round and round, because it just keeps coming round and round. Oh, man. <sighs> so I got I to gotta start, Sam. Uh, we should let everybody know, Sam and I do not feel good. Uh, we are extremely hungover. We had a raging, informal going-away party for me last night that uh, quickly declined into madness. It We didn't... It's basically the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, only we didn't hit anybody with a flamethrower. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we got kicked out of a bar because their music sucked. That's... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I, we seriously were asked to leave because they were playing Disturbed. <laughs> Like, after the second, ooh, ah, 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 I was like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I We can't go to bars anymore because we're too old. We're too old. 
we're like, your music fucking sucks. <laughs> and they're like, it does. Get out of here. She literally asked us. She blamed it on Sam wobbling. Sam was not wobbling at all. I was, but he went yeah, over I mean, there like, twice to ask her to change the music because it blew. <laughs> she's like, that's it. These peckers are out of here. I also got I tried the to like, update phone calls throughout the evening and uh, got to see the photo photo evidence of karaoke. Oh, God. We where had, uh, we Sam karaoke and, too. and uh, their friend Sean looked like they were singing War Pigs. And I was like, are they singing War Pigs here? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> It was, yeah. I have karaoke shame this morning. Well, much karaoke shame. I couldn't read the fucking thing. I had to try with one eye. Right. That's okay. Justin called me after he did Billy Joel, and he's like, I don't think they're going to let me sing anymore. I'm like, I, well, I did New York kinda... State of Mind, which is like my go-to. Like, it's my easy karaoke song. Everybody loves it when I do New York State of Mind. And I was like, I think I'm doing terrible. I don't sound good. <laughs> No, no, I sounded terrible. It was awful. <laughs> it was, I sounded worse. It was so loud, too, in a house. <laughs> right? I can't escape myself. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to see it through. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, expect various pauses for laughter that never comes <laughs> on this episode. Okay. Uh, Guy Norris is where we were. Yeah, Guy Norris. This is another one of the IRS pictures, mm-hmm. so it probably cost about $2 million. This one, however, was shot in Indonesia, and as far as near as I can tell, they shot it simultaneously with Rage and Honor 3, which may or may not exist. Are you sure Rage, of Honor, Rage, Rage and Honor 3 isn't undefeatable? Because Undefeatable was also shot in Indonesia. If it was shot in 93, there's a chance that that's what it is. Yeah. They just changed the name, but they have the same character names, apparently. Well, Richard Norton's not in Undefeatable, though. Then it's not that. Huh. He's in both the China O'Briens, too, right? I think so. Or is there three of those? I'm not sure. That's Preston, right? Yeah. Preston, yeah. Shirtless pants man. He had his That's... pants at a 10, where Patrick Muldoon's hair is saying, well, Richard Norton's pants are saying, how higher up can I get? I feel like there was some real onset. You are such a dickhead between <laughs> oh, Richard sure. Norton and Muldoon. Like during the kickboxing instructing, uh-huh. he was like, "No, sissy, hold this bag. I'm gonna fucking kick it." And Muldoon is like in pain, right. and Norton's like, "I'm giving you a fifty, but since you're wincing, I'm gonna start kicking the piss out of you. I don't like you. Your hair sucks." <laughs> I look like the guy from Wham, and I'm making fun of your right. hair. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you like to kick Patrick Muldoon too, though? <laughs> yes, it would be fun. I would like to go on a date with Patrick Muldoon. Oh no! Oh no! Just God. so that I could like get some really big bangs going, and then compete for the whoa factor. You think bangs are the the ticket to? Well, that's how ladies do it, right? Patrick Muldoon rivalry. Yeah, is that you? You got to get the bangs, and then you got to get like the the wings going on the side of your head. Uh, hey, that's an '80s haircut, Jackie. It doesn't matter. I'm competing for the woe factor. You, you'd ha- to compete for him. You'd have to do the Rachel. No, iconic, iconic '90s haircut. No, that haircut sucked a hole. It, it also said woe. No, it didn't. Kind of didn't, but let's pretend for the sake of '90s nostalgia. I never asked for the Rachel haircut. I was like, no. I did. <laughs> can I have the Rachel? You can leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. What else? Anything? That's it. Okay. I don't. Yeah. You just nothing. There's, There's nothing. nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's where we're at. Beginning of the movie. Last we saw, Chris was laying on top of an air conditioner and Richard Norton was on his way to Hope, Oregon, uh, to reunite with his father. And the bad guy is on a poop pole. And the, the, poop the, vent. The poop vent. <laughs> and he's dead. Uh, but they here, Chris is working for the government. I, I, like, that's just the natural transition you do. Vigilante justice of your brother. Then the feds come in and say, do stuff for us. And, and spend two years of your life training. Well, how do we know, though, that this didn't come about? Because they're like, there's a dead guy over there. Mm. And Baby's like, oh, uh, I got to go use the toilet. He takes off. Okay. She she gets stuck with it, right? And they're like, look, 
you got some mad skills. You give us five years in service. So she's the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And okay. we'll we'll uh we'll make this go away. We'll put a bomb in your brain and if you try no. to get away, we'll blow you up. They don't have the technology for that shit, right? Yeah, now. They're the just 90s, this is right. the honor system. Oh. <laughs> like, we're gonna send you over to Indonesia. Don't run away. <laughs> In the 90s, honey, if if you uh, slightly angered the government, they would shoot you. So oh. they didn't just let you go. They, they'd shoot you. Hashtag Waco. Uh, so she's doing a training exercise. Uh, she's all locked and loaded up for hostage rescue. Uh, it's obvious that it's a training exercise because that's how all these always start. But... Is it though? Because she actually shoots somebody, so you're like, it's true, "Oh, doesn't look good." It do- Baby, this is not a training exercise, and she's she's beating the hell out of these people. She is pummeling her coworkers' balls. I mean, that's her technique throughout the entire movie. If I can get a ball shot in, I'm going to. Yeah, guy, I she, had lunch with today. Yeah, she like stops a guy by pointing a gun at his cock, uh-huh. and he's like, "Okay, I give up," and then she kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> I called that when that happened. I was like, wiener heist. <laughs> so, see you in the break room later, buddy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Thanks for, I can never have children. Coworker, smash my balls. <laughs> I like after they get done, they're like, oh, that was a rough one, Pete. <laughs> it cuts to like the exercise room outside of the training area. And there's a lady on a treadmill doing the worst job I've ever seen anyone do on a treadmill. She was like trying to jog, but couldn't go fast (laughs) enough. So it was like a jog walk thing. And she was just like holding on for dear life and just was like, this is the person out of everybody here. You're putting the only person that doesn't know how to walk on this thing. So Jesus, what that is, is it's a treadmill that's not that that doesn't have electricity. So it's self-propelled. And I bought one of these at one point. It is impossible to run on these things. Like you maybe get two steps in and then the track on it has like, you know, it gets delayed mm-hmm. and then you end up tripping and hitting your face. So that's why she's holding on for dear life. She's like, if this thing goes south, I'm going to hold myself up and not hit my face this time. Yeah. She's like, I'm really not bad at walking. This is a piece of shit. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> I said her boss saw that on one of those late night 1-800 numbers, you know. Oh, are, yeah. He's are like, you tired of actual treadmills? <laughs> She's like, we are going to save so much money in this department and everybody's going to be so much more fit. Just wait until the Fit by Jake gets here next week. (laughs) And the string snaps and kills someone. Hip hop abs are on their way. I got them in the mail. I had hip hop abs. It was actually really fun. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is a Richard Norton movie. We can't afford Billy Blanks. That's not Billy Blanks. What would Billy Blanks do? He was uh, the typo guy. Okay. All right. All right. Who did hip hop abs? Uh, Carmen Electra? No, it was it was another uh, African American guy, but he never really made it. Like hip hop abs just really didn't take off. Mm. He now works Most for <laughs> um, the video streaming exercise service. Oh, okay. What was what's that called? I don't know. Where you uh, Beach Body on Demand? He's one of their trainers Beach now. Beach Body on Demand. Yeah, so you can stream various workouts based off what you want to do for the day. It's about eighty dollars a year. Jesus, not I don't want to do any of that. I, in fact, I am now about three degrees worse of a hangover just from you talking about that. That brief amount of time. We used to subscribe to it. The cover of the the covers of the DVDs of Hip Hop Abs, and I want to barf now. Mm-hmm. I want to throw up. Yeah, he's got yeah. no shirt on and like some gold hammer pants. Nice, uh, and he's making. A face that is indescribable. How did we get here? Oh, the treadmill. (laughs) Um, All right. So (laughs) she's like, hey, good job. Uh, Let me smash your balls, everybody. And uh, she failed the training exercise a little bit because she didn't kill the main bad guy, the actual hostage taker, uh, because he was disguised as a hostage, which I thought was kind of clever. Like, what do you do? Don't shoot the hostage. Pretend you're the hostage. Uh, so 
she goes into her boss's office and he's like, uh, we got your first job cause you kind of suck at hostage stuff. So we're sending you to a bank job in Jakarta. And she's like two years. And this is my first, she's been doing this for two damn years and hasn't got her first assignment yet. You must super suck. You must suck. And have more well, attention to detail after two years and not being able to remember how many goddamn hostages they're supposed to be. Right? Yeah, she failed the test for the last time, and they're like, we're putting you at a bank. In Jakarta. That's what we can do with you. <laughs> you're just a, you're basically a security guard. Okay. Uh, just you are so to happens. do nothing but look around and report what you see every day. Yeah. And then they're just deleting her emails as they come in. <laughs> and they're like, oh, God, it's her again. Uh, meanwhile, uh, some tough guys walk into a fish restaurant, Willie's Bar, and they're like, hey, uh, you want to hire us for protection? And the guy's like, protection from who? From us. <laughs> He's like, that's what I thought you were going to say. You guys are nutsacks. And the whole star of this entire sequence is the talking parrot. Yep, parrot's pretty Customers. cool. And then the parrot isn't in any more scenes, even though Willie's bar appears like three more times. I know. And it was eating a breadstick during uh. the fight. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this bird's got it all. That that bird wasn't in the scene. They, If you noticed, it was like they cut to True. Yeah. it was only a shot of the bird. So they, they just did that later. Right. They found a bird later. And like, we could put this in the movie. Good idea. It's like a mouse doing a backflip. Uh, in walks Preston. He's like, what well, seems to be the problem here? And Willie, the bar guy, is like, these guys are douchebags. And he's like, I saw that by their haircuts and their tall pants. Actually, I kind of respect their tall pants. He's like, that guy's got bleach blonde hair. I'm going to pull it out because it looks like it's about ready to fall out anyway. Uh, who's this guy, Sam? Thor? Ron Ron Vreken. Ron Vreken. Uh, he's, uh, he's like a crappy Val Kilmer. He looks like he's had I don't know a, what he is. a lot of Botox in his lips. Yeah, so did Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer had that Botoxy look about him. Uh, so he's like, you guys beat it. And they're like, no, we're not going to. And then the fight sequence begins. And he's punching balls and kicking dudes through windows and chucking dudes. And at one point, he picks up a fish and hits a guy in the face with it. That was impressive. Yeah. Even the bird yeah, the liked fish. that one. I like the fish quite a lot. Yep. <laughs> hit in the face with a kipper. It's uh, pretty embarrassing if you're a bad guy to be hit in the face with a kipper. Like, that's as low as it gets. I'd rather have my balls punched than be hit in the face with a kipper. I don't know. It makes for a good story if it's not you. You don't. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in your bad guy weekend meetup, you know. Weekly check-in. You you get all get in that circle and talk, you know. What can we do better? Well, Skip couldn't get hit with the kipper again, douchebag. Everybody points and laughs at you. <laughs> it's the shaming technique. It works every time. Yeah, I fell off. I fell off a bridge yesterday. I got punched off a bridge. That's so much cooler than getting hit in the face with a kipper. That's as low as you get, Gary. <laughs> And, you know, he just threw it on the ground when he was done. Right. He could've, it would have been cooler if he would have just kind of gingerly tossed it back into the rack. Or, like, or gingerly tossed it and it landed on one of the customer's plates. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. Foods ready. Check, please. <laughs> and meanwhile, none of the customers are doing anything. They're, they're just, just standing there. They're not even watching. Like, if you look at the yeah. people in the background, they're just eating their fries or whatever they're eating and drinking. And they're like, God, this again? Is it Wednesday already? <laughs> it's like this is a regular occurrence. And they know mm -hmm. that if they just sit down, they're going to get their food eventually. And they're probably going to get a discount because it's going to be cold by then. Right. Well, one person is paying attention. Patrick Muldoon's hair. Gazes yeah. on. <laughs> he's getting like a fight boner while he watches this. <laughs> but he's also not going to step in no, and help. No. Well, he can't. He's a weenie. He's like, hey, so you're Preston. Uh, I'm like a big fan. I want you to train me. And Preston's like, get the fuck out of my way, you wanker. And uh, I did some boxing, though. I, 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 I put on some gloves once in a while. All right. Well, come by my gym, I guess. 
Or do I even say that? Or do you just weirdly stalk me to my gym? He weirdly stalks him. He just weirdly him. stalked him. Yeah. yeah. And then all the guys in the gym are like, who's, whoa, look at that hair. Who's that guy? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, <coughs> Chris's contact, her government contact and slash partner, uh, is walking around a parking garage when out of nowhere he gets ran over by a Mercedes. No, no, sir. And killed, yes. He gets, and he gets hit by a door of a Mercedes and then they back up and run over him. It was the funniest thing ever. Like, <laughs> who drives straight at somebody, slightly swerves and then opens their door as fast as they can? Shit, I missed. Get him <laughs> at the door. <laughs> it's a car. Turn around. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. I laughed so hard when he got hit with that door because I've never I seen laughed. that. Yeah, well, the dooring was good, but when they backed over him, he like sat up so that he could take the bumper right in the grill. <laughs> He's just like, I'm getting backed over. I'm going to stop it with my face. <laughs> he, and he had like lots of time to get out of the way. He was slightly injured from getting hit with the car door, but he's just like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> also, had he been on up? time, none of this would have ever happened to him. Because right? she's already at the airport and he's just leaving uh, the parking garage. Right. <laughs> Inconsiderable prick. <laughs> she's like, well, where is he? I'll go by his house because I know where that's at. Uh, and she goes to his house to look for him. And there she finds baddies and she starts beating them up. And then she does top three Cynthia Rothrock move I've ever seen her do. Oh, yeah. She slides under a guy and backheads his balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of those things that you've never seen it, and you probably will never see it again. I will, And I will never forget it. She backheaded his ball. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, so they get away. And uh, she sees Thor in the car that they all run into. And she's like, that guy's got doofy hair. All right. <laughs> Ooh, you need a deep condition. Mm -hmm. All right. Elsewhere, Patrick is, uh, he's he's at the gym and he's like, hey, uh, can you teach me how to fight? And Preston's like, yeah, get in the ring with this guy named Taylor. Taylor, take it easy on him. And Taylor proceeds to beat the holy crap out of him. <laughs> yeah, because Patrick Muldoon's like, I'm a boxer. He's like, let's see if you are. No, you are not. Yeah, I mean, the other guy is just kind of casually ducking uh -huh. every bunch that he throws and just kind of getting out of the way. And it's like, oh, no. And then he just kind of gets tired of it. And he's like, you know what? I I got better shit to do. Yeah. I've got to take a shit. I, I got to get this guy down <laughs> so I can go use the bathroom. And I still got to get these gloves off. So right? <laughs> you're going down, motherfucker. Uh, and that's when Preston's like, well, I kind of like the way you got beat up, so I'll take you on. I'll feel bad for you. I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a bone here. And your training starts with me kicking you. That's all. That's the only training he gives. Hold this bag, and I'm going to kick you. That's not true. He does the uh, punching hand thing. Punch, punch, punch. Down, punch twice on one side. Punch once on the other side. And then that's later. Yeah. And he also does the training of. uh, What was the other one? Help me out, Sam. Uh, wax on, wax off. No. Paint the fence. No. Scrub the floor. No. Hmm. Those are the only karate trainings I know. That's not till later because he just kicks the hell out of him in this. He scene. just yeah. kicks the hell out. And of then him. it cuts to we meet Buntal, the bad mm -hmm. guy, finally. And this is great because. It's sort of a establishing shot from the other side of a wall, and you see him say, and you hear him say, "This is not a Denver omelet." <laughs> and then it cuts to him, and there's not even any food in front of him. And I'm like, "Of course, it's not a Dem Denver omelet. It's nothing." They're gaslighting him just to see if they can fuck with him because they're like, "He's got everything. Let's just gaslight him a little bit, kind of like the Emperor's New Clothes. We're gonna tell him there's something there." But then there's not anything. No, we're pretty sure that's a Denver omelet. It's like, um, this is an empty okay. plate, fucker. No, that's a Denver omelet. I mean, I've had several of them. I know that is certified Rocky Mountain High, sir. God damn it. Um, yeah, Buntow and Tommy's dad, the banker. I don't even know what the banker's name is, but the ba um, these two. 
I mean, you could make an entire bad movie up just following these two because they're arguably two of the worst actors that have ever lived. <laughs> I mean, they're terrible and they're on screen together consistently. It's fantastic. Yeah. And in the scene, we've got the banker, Tommy's dad, Mr. Andrews, I guess is okay, his name. Right. Or just Andrews. He's like, all right, I've been laundering your money for long enough. Now I'm going to I'm going to squeeze you. Mm-hmm. And I'm already going, this is going to end badly for you. You're a banker. Right. Don't squeeze. Don't squeeze the muscle here. This is a stupid idea. But he does it anyway. And then Thor puts him in a headlock like he's going to snap his neck. And he's like, you can't do this because I'm your banker. And the guy's like, well, maybe I'll get a new bank. And he's like, maybe you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'll tell all the other bankers not to do business with you. On our bank network. Yeah, I'm on group chat. <laughs> I got some poll. And then he's like, I kept all the evidence of your dealings. And it's like, okay, this is Jakarta. I'm outwardly villainous. Uh-huh. Everyone knows it. You have pictures of that? Neat. <laughs> yeah, so I already pay off the police. So go fuck yourself, dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're not going to do shit. I just bought them a new tank. Uh, so I guess that's what is the motivation for the next scene because Tommy's walking out of, of, of his training of getting his ass kicked and, uh, Oh no, this is when they do the breathing thing where he's like, you got to center your core. And he's like, ah! <laughs> ah! oh yeah, he's he like, thought he's of taking that. taking a shit, right? Oh, he does a weird thing where he's just like, <gasps> <gasps> And it's like core breathing, but then he looks at Muldoon and he's like, BAM! And he yells, BAM! And it scares the piss out of Patrick Muldoon, and then it cuts to these guys pulling up. I'm like, that's awesome. And you know he probably did that on purpose just to be a dick. Yeah, I really feel like they they didn't get along. (laughs) I don't know who does get along with Muldoon. So their strategy, Thor and his goon group, their strategy is to nab Tommy. Like, they're going to... I guess use him as blackmail against the banker. Like, quit blackmailing us. We'll blackmail you with our blackmail kid. Yeah, okay. So this kid has been in training, what do you guys think, like? A day. A day. Okay. So he he doesn't even fucking try. He's just like, help me, Preston. (laughs) Preston. (laughs) Save me. Doesn't try to kick his way out, nothing. It's just, Preston. They're going to mess up my hair. I can't get my core well, centered fast enough, Preston. <laughs> I tried breathing weirdly, but it didn't work. They're still kicking me. He did get like beat up by a guy who wasn't trying about an hour before this, so he kind of knows where he's at. Just realistic expectations, right? Yeah. All right. So he just sees them get out of the car, and he's like, "I am in peril." So Preston comes out and he's like, all right, I'll help and uh, beats the shit out of Thor. I like the in in like Thor's like, oh, yeah, well, if I take my shirt off, I'll be able to beat you. No, Preston just proceeds to whip his ass. But then you see the cops go by Uh and another cop goes by and they're like, hey, wait a second. There's trouble at the karate dojo. Yeah, fight in the alley. Let's go check it out. And I like how they pull up to Preston and Billy don't like they just pause there and then they just keep going uh-huh. like all right you're yeah. obviously not stabbed we're out of here right mm-hmm. we were gonna ask you questions but you're standing here still so you're probably not nefarious in any way we're going to chase that car now yeah. well hey Preston. also they pulled out my distributor and i'm too stupid to put it back so my car can't drive will you give me a ride home on your motorcycle. <laughs> that only has one main seat, and it's like a, a giant beach cruiser bicycle seat. Uh-huh. Where's this guy sitting? On the fender. It has to. Yeah, it's like a World War II Harley, so they had pretty good fenders, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty hot. <laughs> Lift up your ass. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. The only place to put hey, my per- feet is on the exhaust. Hey, Preston, have you ever seen Live Like a Cop, Die Like a Man? <laughs> Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> How about I just hold you a little bit? Just no. A, just a little bit? Just hold on to the back of the seat. I might fall off. I don't care. Just let me put my arms around you. No. I'm warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's 100 degrees and humidity out here, so just keep Dude. your hands to yourself, Billy. Oh. Yeah. Those men scared me. I've peed a little bit. <laughs> I know. I can smell it as it heats up on the uh, fender. Uh-huh. 
on on my back. <laughs> Good. That's why he wears his pants so high up, so he doesn't get pee pee on him. <laughs> All Just right, in so case he has to get this guy right home. He's like, uh, come into my house and meet my dad. He's like the coolest guy ever. Oh, and I got a chick I want to set you up with. My dad. My dad is tougher than your dad, said Tommy. My dad is my best friend. Yeah. He's he's a banker. He's important. He makes big decisions. What's your dad do? Work at a gas station? I never met my father. He went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. My yeah. mom did that to me. That's why I don't have a mom. <laughs> yeah, they're probably together someplace. He died fighting three bears. The third one got him. <laughs> But it was holding a shock, so. <laughs> uh, so he gets introduced to Chris, and she's like, he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, pretend I don't know you. I'm Chris. I'm a banker, too. I'm undercover. Yeah, but she's not using a fake name. Right. Like, this is a terrible undercover. Like, they pretty much sent her there to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, uh, you've already forgotten your code name, huh? <laughs> Shit. What was her code name? Ball Smasher? Wiener Heist. <laughs> Wiener Heist is not a good code name. <laughs> Hello, I am Martha Wiener Heist. <laughs> I work at a bank. <laughs> I think it's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Well, nice to meet you, Martha. My name is Jim Throat Rip. <laughs> I saw you in a movie once. Okay, so meanwhile, at, I guess, the Massage District, because that's a thing in Jakarta? Yes, the Maraha... Ma, Mara... Here we go. <laughs> Let's go just with the Mexican one that I saw first. Mexico Massage <laughs> and the Maharaja Massage. <laughs> oh, she got it. And the Trio Massage. And the rainbow massage. <laughs> it's just a I, street I just, of massage parlors. I, know, I was like trying to read every single one of them as the fights were happening. Because I'm like, this is way more interesting than I what's mean, happening right now. I'm pretty sure they're not massage parlors. No. But it's still weird. Yeah, they're like, you know, the massage district. It's the one on Handjob <laughs> Street. Yeah. Do you ever go into the Maharaj? One that has the one star, one gold star? Because the other star isn't doesn't have a color; it's just one gold star. They they advertise their ratings mm -hmm. right there for handies. <laughs> for one, you pay for what you get. One star handy. In truth, all one all handies are pretty much one star. <laughs> <laughs> stop! Stop pulling so hard. You're not doing it. <laughs> this is awful. You're not milking a cow. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so then there's a money heist because I guess one of Bung Tao's guys go in and picks up the cash because he's the protection pickup guy that Gator was. And then other guys are outside and they're like, blam, blam, shots fired. Give me that money. And I guess these guys are some other bad guy's name. This Dizo? is the, yeah, this is the uh, rival gang to Bung Tao. Bung Tao. Okay. And his... We think his name is Dazzo, Dazzo right now, but right. yeah, Dazzo's the ringleader of the the rival gang that's hustling in on Buntao's action. Right. And he's like, they let him go, and he goes back to Buntao. He's like, yeah, bad bad news. Uh, I got jacked. Uh, and he doesn't even describe it right. He's like, I got jacked by two guys, uh -huh. but I gave you two guys to protect you. Uh -huh. I know, but it was just two guys. And then he doesn't even bother to say, and then two more car loads of dudes came. You know, so he looked a little tougher. I mean, it was just like two guys that were drinking piss on the side of the road got us. Yeah. And Buntel's like, okay, well, here's your reward. Blam, blam, you're dead. And the guy's like, no. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh... So then Thor and his goons, they go back to Willie's bar to get their ass kicked again uh, because that's the only motivation that they'd have to go to Willie's bar. They already got their ass kicked there. They're trying to get him on the protection bracket. I know, but they already got their asses kicked. They're not going to protect anything, including protecting from themselves because they're the ones getting their ass kicked. So uh, I, I just don't understand their motivation. 
Um, so Chris goes to his place, uh, Preston's, I'm guessing, because now she knows where he lives. Yeah, I guess. That's because Charlie told her. Who's Charlie? Okay. He's the barkeep guy. That Who's Johnny? He's the guy that owns the bar. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's his friend. Yeah. And, and he's like, like, I don't need to see ID or know anything about you. He lives over there. Right. Well, here's everything that's going on in his life right now. Here, take this bottle of wine. Yeah, he doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. Maybe you guys could, are going to hook up. Because it seems like you guys have some sort of established relationship where possibly you could be married that is never going to be discussed. Uh, but just so you know, when you go over there, don't mention anything about the alligator above the staircase. Oh my god. What was with that alligator? It looked like runny shit. It's it's a it's a it's not a stuffed alligator. It's a wall-mounted skin with the yeah. legs and the head that are still in that have been taxidermied. Uh-huh. Right. So it looks super super weird. It's gross. Get that off your wall. That is trash. Take it to the dump. Sell it to it for a handbag. Oh yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. Make boots out of it. Make boots out of it. You don't want to just throw that shit away. I mean, it's alligators true. have use. Yeah. Things. Meat jerky. <laughs> Their skulls go for big money on uh, the market. I've I bought a couple <laughs> on the market. On the market, I also own several alligator handbags. They're beautiful, and I appreciate them as long as they were using all of the animal, which I have never verified because I am a terrible, terrible person, <laughs> and I just like the way it looks. I like purses. <laughs> I like purses and leather shoes. Yeah. When you buy a mink scarf, you're like, was this club to death awkwardly? <laughs> I hope so. I bought, I, I do have one fox stole and the mouth has a little clip so that you can put its leg into its mouth so it stays on. Oh, look, it's cute. It's eating itself. Isn't that fun? This dead animal that I'm wearing. I got it in an antique store. In my defense, it had been dead for a long time. It was it was already dead. <laughs> yeah, it was already dead. And, you know, I'm technically giving it a second chance <laughs> at being awesome. Like, that thing's going to live in infamy forever. Okay, so the next day, she goes to work, and she steals the bank documents that she needs. I guess the, that's proof of this criminal empire that the bank boss guy is involved in uh, with Buntow. And uh, she's on the way out. And she bumps into Tommy and he's like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I was just uh, cleaning. She's like, do you want to go to lunch? Let's get some food. He's like, it's 930. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I mean, I I really don't do anything at this bank anyway. You want to go get drunk? I'm I'm the banker, son. I can do what I want. Yeah. I'm the assistant to the banking guy. (laughs) So you have keys to the vault? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> In every scene is just like flirting with sexual harassment uh-huh. every time he sees right. her. And, uh, but then Thor spots her and his goons. And they're like, hey, that lady, she backheaded your balls. That's the lady. Get her. And they all start kind of giggling like, <laughs> you remember that in the meeting last week? Smashed your balls with the back of her head. Who does that? <laughs> Uh, so they they chase after them and it's in, they get into cars and it's car chase the slowest cars ever a 240e and a 240d Volvo uh, and they're shooting at each other in this parking garage and then they end up out on the street and Patrick Muldoon manages to drive into the only thing in 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 the road for five miles. <laughs> they're like upside down and she's got blood coming off her head and he's like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Why did I let you drive?" <laughs> Okay, note to self, not a wheel man, this one here. <laughs> but then later, he drives her again. And I'm like, that's questionable. Mm-hmm. I had idea. the same thought, Sam. Like, you're letting him drive again. Hmm, interesting. Well, uh, Thor thinks that they're dead because he sees the car explode. But really, they were just hiding behind the barrels that he managed to run into. Barrels. Yeah. That are still standing. It wasn't a good advertisement for Volvo. That's for damn sure. I thought those things were supposed to be safe. 
you know, crash test ratings and all that. The, the Volvos, the Swedes, they, they know how to build them for safety. Not good looking or exciting, but man, if you plow into some barrels, you're probably not going to explode, right? Wrong. <laughs> That's why I'm going Meanwhile, with an electric the car that she's gathered. The evidence that she's gathered on five and a half floppy has exploded in the fire right? as well. Yeah, all the evidence is blown up. Yeah, you would have thought, like, there's got to be an inside pocket in your jacket. Mm-hmm. Just stick them in there. Say you're, uh, say you're living in today's modern society and you're doing what she's doing. Do, do you upload the evidence to the cloud? You know? Like, how do, how do you get the evidence? You just hack in there. It's like a kid oh, yeah. that's 16. Yeah, action typing? Did you do that? Action typing okay. is how you do this now. Wow. You don't have to headbutt people's balls <laughs> with the back of your head anymore. We are much more efficient. <laughs> yeah, you just make yourself a cup of hot tea uh-huh. and uh, sit down and go to work. Okay. That's <laughs> what I do every day. Okay, no, I don't. Just another day of nobody's balls getting backheaded. <laughs> you you pay a 16-year-old to do it, and then you ask him why the Breitbart isn't working on your browser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Preston, he finds her at the hospital. He's like, why are you even here? And You seem like you're A-OK. And she's like, I don't know. Tommy just drove me here and then dropped me off. I personally like that at first he sees this woman. She's hooked up to some kind of life support. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my God. Chris. Oh, no. I'm just going to. She's like, that's not me. That's just some deadly. I'm over here <laughs> showing off the goods. Yeah. This shirt she's got on. Woo. It's nice. I found her more attractive in this movie than in others. Not that she's unattractive. I was just like, oh, you're a little hotter than usual, Cynthia. Hey. Yeah, she took some definite uh, sexy risks in this one. Uh, you know, a little less shoulder pad would have been nice, but yeah. uh, it is what it is. But yeah, she definitely uh, got in with some of the lace looks of the time that, you know. Of the time? The my boobs are out look? You know, you can never have enough of your boobs are out look when you're on TV. You gotta... Except if you're a newscaster, then that's going to be like kind of awkward when you're talking about hurricane destruction and your boob is out. Is this uh, is this post bolt-ons or is this pre bolt-ons? Because Rage of Honor one is pre bolt-ons. I couldn't really tell if she had them done at this point or not. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we sit around and talk about Cynthia Rothrock's boobs for a little bit longer, though? I feel like we have They looked really good in that Santa Claus movie. <laughs> I feel like we haven't met our quota. Yeah, the Santa Claus movie that she's in. What was that called? Santa, Santa Summer's House? Yeah. They looked great. Santa Summer Sausage? That's she's cool. just, you know, she's one of those women. She's aged very well. Santa takes a vacation from Mrs. Claus and heads to Vegas. That's the, that's the plot of Santa's Summer Sausage. <laughs> And then he dies of a cocaine overdose with a hooker on his lap. We were on a break, Santa says to Mrs. Claus. She's like, no such thing. Yeah, we're married. There is no such thing as break, okay? Uh, What that means is that I don't want you to touch me, and you cannot have sex with other people. You had sex with a prostitute, Santa. Yeah, I mean, go sleep with a neighbor. I mean, that's a little more respectable. And then the neighbor can look at me like... I slept with your husband, and I'll be like, guess what, bitch? I slept with him last night, too, so we, who we cares? Live, we live at the North Pole. Our neighbors are literally polar bears. <laughs> hey, you gotta take what you can get, okay? Don't embarrass me again. Oh, now now you're suggesting that, that Mrs. Claus is a, uh, a, a purveyor of bestiality? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> She's... This is devolved. Okay, yeah, okay. Sam's right. We're going to get off of this because they, Mr. and Mrs. Claus need to keep their fucking dignity, okay? They are an icon of this country and around the world, and we're not going to do... They're we're an, not gonna, an American icon, we are, Santa. We are not going to debase them here on this podcast. Too late. Um, okay, so they go to see Tommy's dad. He's dead. He got shot in the head, and Tommy's like, oh, did, no. Did you see when he first grabbed the gun that he grabbed it and put his middle finger around the trigger instead of his index oh, finger I and i was like that. yeah so apparently he got it he, he he hurt his finger while he was killing himself <laughs> too adding insult to injury to himself uh-huh. uh meanwhile uh 
Boontao is golfing poorly. I like this to establish Boontao is like he's both nutty and his employees just have to tell him he's good at golfing when clearly he is very bad at it. And Thor's just looking at him like, go fuck yourself. As he again tries to dodge another golf ball coming right at him. And sometimes he doesn't even dodge him. He's like, it's not going to hurt. No, I just don't care. And the guy behind him is like, oh, very good, Boontao. Your, your form is exceptional. <laughs> and that butler guy only has two orange juices. Like, who's going to drink those? Oh. One of those dudes on the golf course is not getting an orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure whoever cheers him on the most or takes the most golf balls to the body gets that other orange juice. Yeah. Now, I think that the instructor and him are getting orange juice and he's hitting his guys with golf balls to tease them for not having orange juice. <laughs> I mean, that checks out. That tracks for Buntow. Um, so they go to a nightclub, uh, the trio, our uh, sleuths, and they meet uh, this lady named Jade. And Jade's like, yeah, I got all the info. I'll I'll, I'll t- set you up and take you right to Buntow. And you guys can take him down. Yay. I personally love that this streetwalker woman who oh, works man. at the bar uh, and as established in the next shot, when she uh-huh. totally looks like she is on the corner. Um, yeah, she's dressed like vanity. Yeah. And she's like, here, I got you guys this helicopter. You guys just drop right in. Wonder if he lives in a residential neighborhood. Right. How are you going to do that? Yeah. Like, you don't just know? take a cab? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just across town. Yeah. It's going to be cheaper just to get an Uber. Just Shopper? give me, just give me the address. What are we doing? Dropping bombs on him? And then they're like, oh, we're landing in an airport? He doesn't live here. No, this doesn't check out at all. So Vanity you- got you a chopper. Uh, <laughs> and then she orders you an Uber to get to the guy's house. Right and the, the gate code is 5556. <laughs> Remember that, 5556. And then you'll take a road up that goes about a mile up. Mm-hmm. And then if you go left, mm-hmm. you're going to end up in the servants' quarters. You want to go right. Turn left at the singing bush. Okay, got that part. Uh, you want to go right. And then it's another like quarter mile up. Mm-hmm. And then you want to go into the driveway okay. using the right-hand lane and then curving slightly over to okay, the left. So turn left at the singing bush and go straight on until the invisible swordsman. Yes. Okay. Um, because if you don't, if you go in the other way, they're going to know that you don't belong there. Okay. So you really want to stay to the right. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you the sinking bush? <laughs> yeah. Did you also notice that they got the helicopters mixed up a couple times in these scenes? Because uh-huh. there was one, the first helicopter you see has like this really bad stenciled blue square and white B on it, but it's a block letter. Uh-huh. And I see the other helicopter, and I'm like, oh, is that helicopter A? But it's also helicopter B. Well, the B stands for Boontow, but Sam. B is like a serif font on the other one. And they get the helicopters mixed up in the shots a couple times. Because they get in the block letter one, but they get out of the the serif font one. And I'm like, what a mess <laughs> with these helicopters. Wait, which... The B helicopter or the B helicopter? They're both Bs. Damn it. Why did we do this? Buntow, you need better logos. Well, the guy who did the Yeah, like, why is one of them not A? And he's like, well, they're both B, but that's the Ariel B, and this is the Bookman B. (laughs) So that's helicopter Bookman, and that's helicopter Ariel. And they're like, A would have been less confusing. Yeah, but that guy who did the stenciling, mm-hmm. he was out sick that day, so they're just like, Because hey. he got his ball smashed by getting headbutted. Yeah, it's a 50-50 shot. Just get in one, okay? <laughs> that's what that's what the I've B stands so for. I've had so many times when people have ordered like a letter or something, well, many years ago when I made really crap stuff that I just had to make stickers all the time. They'd be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just just give me like one through ten. It doesn't matter. And then they come back. They're like, I guess it totally mattered. It needs to look like this. That's what happened on helicopter painting day. There's a guy's like, oh, it doesn't matter. And they're like, why did you get a different letter than we've always used? Oh, I guess it mattered. Well, the whole thing is a trap. She, she sent him right into Boontow's hands. Uh, she takes him to an airport hangar. And they're like, uh, "Get come over here. We've got guns. And Boontow's there. And uh, then Preston and Thor fight. Yeah, Buntel is also shooting bullets at his own guys now. Uh, he's just he's zany. He's zany. That's mm-hmm. Buntel. Yeah, because yeah, I like how he fake fires and then he real fires at everybody. Mm-hmm. And the guys that are ducked behind uh, our heroines, mm-hmm. 
are like, oh, fuck, he's doing it again. Yep. And they're all like, just get down. Gus. Yep. Gus, drop. Oh, oh no, Gus. Oh, Gus right in the dead. eye again. Dang it. Oh, well. So Thor and Preston fight. Right. And Preston kicks the shit out of him. But the fun part is, is that he throws cocaine in his face and then like suit, like body slams him onto like millions of dollars worth of uh-huh. cocaine. And nobody's like, hey, Stop. don't fight on that cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Thor is super high. They're, oh, they're, both, they're both super high. And so this fight is going to go to the next level. Yeah. I, in fact, because I neither think one Preston, is going to go down. Preston's probably getting more high because he's doing that breathing th- technique. You know, he's inhaling <gasps> a lot more. <gasps> He's doing that on purpose. Yeah. He's like, ah, cocaine room. Free cocaine. Uh, so then Buntow is about to shoot him. Like, hey, time to die. And then Buntow gets shot. Wait, who shot Buntow? Oh, it must be Dezo. Dezo. Dazzle. Dez- Dazzle. Yeah. And, oh, wait, Dazzo is Tommy. Tommy is Dazzo. He's like, that's not Dazzo. That's Togai. And you're like... Oh, okay. Because Preston's like, I literally have not been keeping track of any of this. I don't care. Yeah. I'm here to punch people in the uh-huh. face. And he's like, okay, so you're a supervillain. I'll just fuck off then. I-, I don't need this shit in my life. Right. And you know what? Your banker dad, who was doing all the bad shit, he's dead. He's dead. So Cynthia Rothrock really doesn't have anything to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, we're just going to leave now. You should have shut up because she can't arrest Buntow because he's not a citizen of the United States. But now that you've revealed your plan, she's back on the clock. Way to go, dickhead. You're not smart. Uh, So they stick them in a cage uh, with a bomb outside and they're like, see you later. And then like, he just happens to have a time bomb. It's a fucking stack of dynamite with a clock on it. Like it's a freaking You know, if you're a professional... Villain, you have these things, you Justin. You just have them lying around. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't put the time clock on the bombs. Mm. Like, they have a little clip. Oh, okay. Right? And then you have to kind of assemble it beforehand. But they have all this shit, like, in the car. It's ready to go. You never know what you're going to be up against, right? You you got to have rope, uh, time bombs, extra ammunition. Chains. Uh, Yep, putty. Uh-huh. Putty's a good one, yeah. Uh, to put up bombs. Right. <laughs> time bombs. <laughs> you get all this stuff at Acme Bad Guy Supply. Yeah. Yeah. Matching jumpsuits. Yep. yep. <laughs> Ford LTDs. <laughs> uh, okay. So he's like, how are we going to get out of here? And she's like, just kick it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so damn unsophisticated. It was so awesome. Just kick it. Just do that. <laughs> And I'm kind of wondering, Stop like, trying to be clever, just kick it. Kind of wondering, <laughs> like, she's in her head thinking, "You get three kicks, and if you don't get it down, it's my turn." So he kicks the wall out, and then they run out of the hangar, and it explodes, and it looks terrible because it's a model, uh, and uh, it couldn't even blow up a hangar. Come on, guys! And so they chase after uh, Tommy. He's on his way to the docks. Because he's got diamonds, and he's meeting Boontow's fence, I guess. You know, if I would have been Tommy, Uh before I would have done this diamond exchange, I would have went through and found one that I thought was going to be a nice-sized, beautiful diamond for a future crazy-ass bitch that I'm going to marry. Just like uh, like an investment. Right. Like, I'm going to have a wife someday Mm -hmm. because I need to have an heir. That would be smart villainy. Yeah. So I'm going to pick out a really nice diamond to propose with, and then they won't even notice if it's one diamond. Right. As long as I don't take one of the giant ones. Right. Uh, you know, bad guys don't have a lot of foresight. They, they don't plan for the future like that, Jackie. It's all about the short well, term. Well, this guy's even worse, because he goes to the fence, and he's like, yeah, I killed Buntal, but I still have these diamonds. You want them or not? And he's like, okay, fine. But then he tries to double dip again by killing the fence. Uh-huh. What is he going to do with those diamonds? Right. Oh, I get to sell them to you twice. I, You can't. I'm not coming back. Yeah, and word's going to spread that you're a sneaky snake and nobody's going to fucking do business with right? you. So you have just cost yourself you everything. Ne- you never screw over the fence. The fence is the most important thing in crime. Yeah, and I mean, you have the money. You can't buy a fence at the Acme bad guy supply. Yeah, and, and there's no help wanted for the fence. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah. Goons, yeah, you can get those. Goons, goons all they, over. They put their resume up on the corkboard at yep. Bad Cra- Guy Emporium. Cra- Craigslist has its own category for goons. So. But not fences. But not fences. Dum dum. Those are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And the guy's got cash. Right? He's You're up front. A- here, I'll, I'll give you this, you give me those. And it's, Billy's it's like. Pretty easy concept. Billy's like, ha 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 ha, I own a bank. I'll sell the diamonds at my bank. He's going to give them away for free with each new account that gets open. <laughs> Instead of a pen. <laughs> that be checking their savings. Here's your diamond. <laughs> if you open up an investment account with us, you get a bigger diamond. Well, after I killed the fence, uh, these things are worth nothing. So I just have to give them away. Oh, man. Uh can you trade me cash for diamonds, bank customer? <laughs> How would you like a deal of a lifetime? And he opens up a trench coat. Right. And he's like, I got some diamonds here. They're certified. Is is your bank FDIC? No, it's insured by diamonds. Stolen diamonds. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. So uh, in drives Chris and Preston. They're like, get him. We found a Jeep. And we drove it here. And uh, they get out and they all start fighting. Chris has to fight some guy who never had any lines. because Toe guy. Oh, yeah, it's, it's racist or sexist. Movie. He laughed like once. Oh, okay. Uh, got his ball smashed by the back of her head once. Uh, so she's here to finish the job. <laughs> she's like, you can still have kids. You're in the target. This time I'm going to hit you with the front of my head. Uh, so, and then, and then, uh, Preston goes and fights Tommy and Tommy sucks at fighting, of course. So he runs up a crane, uh, gets to the top of the crane and then Preston kicks him off the crane. He's hanging there. Help me. Okay. You are kind of, I can't kill you. You're too stupid to die. The, whatever this device is, this large mechanical monstrosity, it's, it's like moving yeah. at one uh-huh. point. And it has a hard stopper, and Togai is going to smash Cynthia Rothrock's head in it. And it's really funny because he's like, everybody's like, what are you going to do? And Richard Norton just pushes the stop button and then looks back at them like, I just pushed the stop button. Thumbs up. Yeah, but you know. I'm going to whip your ass now. (laughs) Hard to figure out, I guess, if you're an idiot. And, you know, like Tao, he... He was trying to get some revenge by smashing her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This thing smashed my balls. I'm gonna smash her head. Smash her face. Uh, so they get beat up, and the cops drive up and don't ask any questions. They just arrest Tommy and his man. And Chris and Preston walk off, and they're like, "Well, what are we gonna do now?" Uh, well, we're still bored of our marriage, so we got to do something crazy. Um, let's buy a bar in L.A. Those are expensive. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got some yep. of them diamonds for opening up a checking account. And he's like, I bet Charlie will like LA. And she's like, why would you bring Charlie? <laughs> we have a thing now. He's my best friend. <laughs> oh, is what? he going to live with us? Of course. J- just until, you know, he gets on his feet mm-hmm. and can get his own place. Then we'll live with him. Because we're weird. We're a weird married couple. We make weird decisions. Uh, okay, that's the end of the movie. Uh, my first question, what happened to Thor? He got the shit kicked out of him, and he was still laying on the ground when that thing blew oh, up. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Yeah. He's blown up and aided. Okay. And all those guys, they're blown up too? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. That clears that up. Except for the janitor who was out for a smoke break, and he comes back. He's like, holy shit, who's going to clean this up? Oh, no. <laughs> who's going to pay me? Two weeks from retirement. Dang it. Uh, questions? Anybody else? Uh, why does Billy have a benefits package with insurance for all of his goons? You mean Tommy? Yeah. What do you mean? Like He's like, the ultimate way to have satisfied employees, excellent benefits, a 401k. Oh, yeah, he toots that he's an awesome bad guy boss. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Like, are they just employed through the bank then? So that you can have what? Oh, yeah. Do you have your own Blue Cross Blue Shield? Bad guy insurance? Can you also get is that is that Acme villain insurance? Yeah, I mean, like, do they have a rep that had like a mm-hmm. a cart at Bad Guy Emporium? Right, like <laughs> former college athletic stars. They they 
always end up working for the bad guy insurance. Yeah, is this like Aflac where you get injured at work and then they pay all your bills? Yeah, do you have workman's comp? What's your pension program look like, Johnny? <laughs> it's just it's weird. It is weird. Uh, I guess it's a... Uh, it, clearly, he doesn't even get the best guys. It doesn't work. Like, you can't use that as, like, hey, I'm going to hire the best, but and I got to pay the best, and I'm going to treat him right, because clearly you're not hiring the best, Tommy. Your guys suck. You suck. You don't even know how crime works, Tommy. He doesn't. He's just a... Which leads to my question... Uh-huh. Is this the most, and I'm talking the character Tommy, not Patrick Muldoon, uh-huh. but is this the worst villain monologuing ever because of how if he just shuts up everything? Like, villain monologuing in general doesn't, it never works uh-huh. out, but this is like the worst job anyone has ever done at it. Tommy is the worst villain monologuer of all time. Yeah, usually you expose your plan to like gloat over the soon to be dead James Bond. This time, Tommy's just like, oh, you want all the details behind my masterful criminal empire Pfft. no i just want to go home yeah i just kind of want to go home tommy no you're gonna shut, listen shut up, shut up tommy just C- sh- come no, on do not talk Th- i've got a speech prepared no stop come on no, I don't. you know what this gun is pointed at you you're gonna listen to my speech god damn it don't hear nothing goodbye what a moron yes sam he's a fucking idiot yeah tommy's a real bad villain then, like, the big reveal, like, when he spikes the football that he's Dazzo. Like, there is yeah. no Dazzo. Whoa. <laughs> like, oh, fuck off. I picked this name yeah, out of a baby no book. Dazzo. I, I, I'm Dazzo. Don't you like that? You're like, what, was Dickhead taken <laughs> in the evil villainy directory? <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> you're dicks. <laughs> Um, Jax? <laughs> I don't have any questions. Okay. Uh, but I do really want Sam to find the third one of these so that we can watch it. I oh, man, I'd love to. can't find It's almost like it doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. There wasn't even any leads to chase right. on it other than there was a listing in the Wikipedia. Yeah. Huh. Like, it's... Huh. Maybe, like, it got to pre-production or something and then abandoned. Maybe we could email I, Cynthia Rothrock and ask her if she did one. Oh, yeah, I'll just email Cynthia Rothrock. I'm sure she has, like, a fan club or something you can reach out. Uh, Yeah, that's not how actors work at all. You you have to go through their agent. Well, who's their agent? Fred. Fred agent. (laughs) Shut up. I don't know. Shut up. Who's her agent? (laughs) Steve. God damn, I hate you, too. Steve Gary. (laughs) Steve Gary. So if you guys have a copy out there, listeners. I don't think that they do. I don't think it exists. I think I think the internet has interneted Sam. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> that was last week. It told me that Patrick Muldoon was an extra in the other one, and he wasn't. He's just the bad guy in this one. So that's where the world's knowledge on the Rage and Honor series is, is that nobody knows much about right. it. Uh, okay, um, I got one last question, and I'm open to uh, opinions uh, and maybe... It's unanswerable, but is this anybody's favorite Cynthia Rothrock movie? It's pretty high up there for me. There's just it's it, this one was really funny mm-hmm. for all the wrong reasons, but it was still funny, right? It's so far, yeah, I would say so far. It's, it's she's got so many more that we haven't seen though, it's, and it's odd because I've seen so many of her movies. Right. She's got a ton of movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be considered because uh, I give this two thumbs way up. I loved Rage and Honor too. It kicks the shit at, so hard out of the first one because I was pretty tepid on the first one, but this has all, like all the five things that you guys liked about. The first one, it's that throughout the entire movie. There is not a dull moment here at all. I loved it. Definite do. Yeah, the headbutting of the balls it was is insane. incredible. And a talking parrot that eats a breadstick. I mean, the sh- then they shot it properly. Because it's not, like, implied. You see her slide through his legs, and then her face is looking at you and the dude's ass is right above her head because the back of her head has rammed into his taint. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. 
I think where this is and why it's so spectacular is this is what you get when stuntmen make mm-hmm. movies. Because mm-hmm. it's these are all stunt performers that are in charge, and so you get you get eleven when stunt people make movies. Yeah. Like John Wick right. is a stunt people movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bangkok Adrenaline, stuntman movie. Go. That shit is awesome. Like, yeah, stuntman movies are awesome. Bangkok Dangerous, not awesome. Not awesome. <laughs> it's not even dangerous. <laughs> It's like Bangkok slightly hazardous. Bangkok, he, oh, he's oh, oh, so boring. Uh, okay, who else is Jackie? Up or down? I'm up. Okay, I love this movie. I thought it was great. Thought it was better than the first one, just like mm-hmm. you did. And it it was an eleven, like the entire time. Yeah, there was no like down spot where I right. thought. Eh. Yeah. The yeah. only thing I wish would have been different is that. Because she's new to the area, mm-hmm. I wish they would have carried over the joke. How are you liking it so far? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. Missed opportunity. Sammy. That's a definite do. And as I said, I, this, so far, this is my favorite Rothrock movie. Okay. Three dues from us, uh, which concludes our Rage of Honor series. Um, next week on the show, it'll be Jackie's pick. Uh, it'll be our last episode before hiatus, so... Hopefully it will be the last time we have this terrible reverb that happens uh, since I moved our microphones. Uh, what do you got, Jax? 1976 Lifeguard. Lifeguard. With Sam Elliott, oh. my boyfriend. Oh, no. There's a lady in the water. I gotta go get her. <laughs> do you like ladies in the water, Sharks? <laughs> it's, if it's M. Night Shyamalan's lady in the water, you should just leave her there. <laughs> I wouldn't start an M. Night Shyamalan piece of shit. God damn it. Kick his ass, Dalton. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so is that streaming anymore? Uh, I believe that it's on uh, Hulu or Prime. Okay. Good info. All right. Uh, Lifeguard starring Sam Elliott. We will see you then. Uh, have a great week, everybody, and get to the chopper. Bye.